for the Athletic Podcast Network. This is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Adam Johns, who covers the Chicago Bears for the Athletic, about Sunday from Soldier Field 49ers and the Chicago Bears. The 49ers take their 2-4 and four record and starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo in against rookie quarterback Justin Fields and the 3-4 and four Chicago Bears. The Bears have faced a tumultuous last couple of weeks after head coach Matt Nagy tested positive for COVID-19, meaning Justin Fields and his receivers have been hosting their own team meetings. Incredible stuff ahead of a huge matchup for both teams, but especially the 49ers who look to keep pace in the NFC West. All things we can talk about with Adam Johns, who joins me next. Today is Friday, October 29th. It's a pleasure to welcome to the podcast for the first time, Adam Johns. He covers the Chicago Bears for The Athletic. Also hosts the podcast, Hogue and Johns with Adam Hogue of The Athletic. Adam, good to have you, man. How are you? It's always good to meet another Adam, Adam. I'm doing well. It's it's nice to have an Adam who does another podcast with another Adam. So we're off to a, a rousing start here. Great Adams in Bears history, first or last names. Have you taken taken any any stock in any of that? Ah, uh, there's not many. Adam Polish, the first one that comes to mind. He was a putter. I'm trying to think of anyone. Adam Shaheen, uh, that tight end did not work out. Um, gosh, there's got to be other ones, but yeah, not a good name for no no uh, bear. <laughs> I, I can't think of, i can't think of tons of 49ers either so uh so we'll jump off of that topic and maybe straight into some chicago bears football stuff getting us ready for sunday at soldier field it's a tale of two teams sort of along the same lines here i think the 49ers obviously had higher hopes than the bears did entering this year and i think they kind of were going with what they hoped was going to be the patrick mahomes plan for the kansas city chiefs from a couple of years ago which is let Trey Lance sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe go to the playoffs and then throw him out there next year. The Bears went with a different plan. They threw Justin Fields into the fire, obviously due to injury earlier this season from Andy Dalton. But what's been the situation as far as play calling, as far as turnovers, lack of success? How are the fans viewing this in Chicago? How long is this podcast? <laughs> it's <laughs> we got about I 10 could, minutes, yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. So the, the Bears actually tried to do the – the Patrick Mahomes plan, because that's where Matt Nagy came from. He saw how it worked. He was part of that. He was Patrick Mahomes' first offensive coordinator. He did not stray from that whatsoever. Andy Dalton, Adam, got every single snap, not every single, like the vast majority, like 99.99% of the first team snaps in the preseason and training camp and the, the offseason program. Justin Fields was the number two. But then Andy Dalton gets injured. Justin Fields happens to play well in the preseason. He shows a little bit during the regular season. And then things changed. The conversations at Hallis Hall shifted. That plan of, of sitting Justin Fields was thrown in the garbage can and he was starting. And you're seeing why Matt Nagy thought he wasn't ready from the start. You're seeing the growing pains. You're seeing the rookie learning experiences. You see the, the pressure problems. You're seeing the blitz recognition problems. You know, there's all sorts of things going wrong for Justin Fields. Now, he's, he's had moments of good, but there's been a lot of moments of bad. Now, that's... Again, it's so layered, you know, like Matt Nagy gave up play calling. Bill Lazor is now the play caller. There's been changes on the offensive line because of injuries. David Montgomery, 
the starting running back has gotten hurt. So there's a lot of reasons why the Bears have one of the worst offenses in the NFL, and it's not just Justin Fields. Yeah, it's it's been frustrating to say the least. Obviously, last week getting blown out by by Tampa Bay, putting up just three points was tough for the Bears. Talk to me about Khalil Herbert, the running back, who stepped in. He's been a really nice player, I think. I know fantasy people know him real well, but he's been really good. Over 100 yards last week. I think he caught five balls also out of the backfield. Seems like he's kind of a, a two-way running back. You can put him out there for long stretches of time. Also, I heard Greg Coast of NFL Films talk about him compared him to a young Tiki Barber I don't know if that's a right fit yet but what do you make of what you've seen from him early this year you know he's looked like he's belonged since the start you know how you just know sometimes with with rookies um, he's never looked overwhelmed he's always had big runs regardless of who's in front of him really took over when David Montgomery like that's when his opportunity came when David Montgomery got hurt and he was at first sharing the load with Damian Williams but then you saw right away Five yards, seven yards, 12 yards. He was just productive, always going forward, just fits the zone blocking the Bears want just with his patience and his ability to make that one cut up field. Just fits really well with the offensive line and what they want to do with the big guys up front. Great vision, again, good patience, things the Bears saw on film in Virginia Tech. And then, yeah, just productive. He didn't have that production at Kansas. He fit in Virginia Tech, and now he fits with the Bears. And you see a rookie, again, like who's looked like he's belonged since day one. In talking about the coaching, Matt Nagy was brought in because he was this offensive whiz, kind of like we're seeing with the 49ers. There really are parallels, I think, here over the last year with what we've seen from these two teams. You said he gave up the play calling. Kyle Shanahan still in charge of the play calling, and there's been some criticism to go with that. Now what the Bears are dealing with is a much different situation because of COVID-19. Matt Nagy tested positive for COVID. I read your article from the other day saying not only is he not in coaches' meetings, but Justin Fields and his receivers are running some of their own meetings. I'm like, this guy wasn't even supposed to be the starter give me the status of the COVID stuff going on and how those meetings you think have gone with Justin Fields and some of the rest of the offense I would just run down the COVID situation like this like the media was supposed to be at Hallis Hall on Thursday and then we got an email almost 30 minutes prior to our first interview at Hallis Hall saying you know what guys it's closed because obviously there was another test a staff member not a coach or a player but a staff member Somewhere in the Bears organization tested positive. Um, Caleb Johnson, a special teamer linebacker, has just gotten off the COVID-19 reserve list. But, yeah, they got a, they got a problem here. Um, it seems like every other day there's some new case developing and whatnot. So Matt Nagy is obviously one of them. Has not been in Hallis Hall. He's been in all their Zoom meetings. But with these Zoom meetings going on, now you have Justin Fields hosting his own Zoom meetings. Bill Lazor today tried to say, you know what, they have their own meetings all the time now. They're just over Zoom. I, I'm not – Reading too much into that, um, I think what you what you have is a young quarterback maybe taking ownership of the struggles offensively and trying to figure it out, putting in the extra work with his teammates. That's a positive, but it's only a positive because there's been so many negatives leading up to this point. Again, the Bears 32nd in passing offense, Matt Nagy giving up play calling the Bill Lazor. There's so many things that had to happen to reach this point where – Justin Fields is hosting his own Z Moody Zoom meetings. <laughs> but that's where, we're, as Matt Nagy would say, that's where we're at. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. From your perspective, and, and this is just sort of an opinion thing, I guess, and, and it can go either way. 49er fans for the last week have been sort of clamoring for Trey Lance to be the starter, not because they believe he gives the Niners a better chance to win right now, but because they think there are other quarterbacks who were drafted in the same round, guys like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, even Davis Mills and, and Justin Fields. These guys are all getting valuable experience. Do you think this right now is valuable playing time 
for Justin Fields, or do you think it's been so detrimental and things have been so out of whack that maybe this could be something that skews him in the wrong direction? Because that's the fear is you put a guy out there, he's not ready, and, and we've already seen Lance get hurt once. I guess time will tell on that. I, I do like the just the demeanor, the vibe that Justin Fields continues to get, give off. He's had that since he's, he's, he's started. He's had that since he's actually gotten here, since his draft selection. Just gives off a natural charisma, and I think his teammates really buy into that. Like He showed a lot of promise potential during training camp, and he still shows that. It's just it's alarming. I always mention the sack rate that's on him. Um, I think he's at 14.6%. David Carr, in his infamous rookie season for the Texans, was at 14.4%, so it's not good. I mean, Justin Fields, has he's been the most sacked quarterback in the league, and he hasn't started every single game for the Bears. So, yeah, you do worry about that. But in the early going, I don't see any signs of that frustrating him or it's Halloween coming up, right? He's not seeing ghosts right. quite yet, you know, with the pass rush. He's just learning on the fly, and that's part of being a, a young rookie quarterback. I mean, even when we saw Joe Burrow earlier this year, he, saw, he, he seemed like he was under pressure a bit. Then a few weeks later... He's lighting the NFL on fire. You know, just things tend to be so week to week. Right now the Bears are in a bad spot, but give him a few weeks and we'll find out. I love that you said uh, he, he's not seeing ghosts because isn't that exactly what Zach Wilson said? Didn't Zach Wilson like say to the Jets? He's like, yeah, I was seeing ghosts out there. Like, bro, you can't, can't be throwing that out there. can't say that in New York. No. <laughs> can't say that in Chicago or San Francisco. You definitely can't say it in New York. As far as the receiving core goes, I look at guys like Allen Robinson. I'm like, dude, he's had a pretty good career and has been playing with subpar quarterbacks seemingly the entire time. It's not the case right now. I know he was on the, pra- on the injury report earlier this week at practice. Uh, what's the status of him going into this week? Yeah. I expect him to play. Um, he's been on the injury report for three or four weeks running now with the same injury. Um, so I expect him to play. He's one of those guys who doesn't need the practice in order to play, at least in the Bears, uh, from the Bears' perspective. But he's having uh, quite the down year just in terms of his production. It's just not the same as it was in per-game averages uh, the past couple of years where Trubisky and Nick Foles would force-feed him the ball. Like He was the Bears' offense Things have changed. That could be a chemistry issue. Like I said, Justin Fields didn't play with the starters much in training camp. But again, it's five, six starts in the books now for Justin Fields. What's going on? Allen Robinson has been injured. So there's there's a lot of different dynamics here, but the numbers are what they are. He's having a down year. And that connection with Justin Fields has to improve for, in order for that to change. Yeah, 49er secondary has not been very good. Maybe that's a maybe that's a way to turn it around for, for Allen Robinson. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, yeah. The past couple of weeks, we kept hearing about the injuries in the in the Packers secondary, the injuries in the Buccaneers secondary. Not a factor. Still no big game. Yeah, yeah not a yeah. factor. Hey, one more here for you, Adam, on the way out. Khalil Mack, uh, you know, he was here in the Bay Area with the Raiders before he was traded out to Chicago. 49er fans wanted the Niners to be involved. Apparently, it came down to John Gruden deciding at the time he thought the Bears pick was going to be higher than the 49ers pick, and and so uh, he went with that. And it, it didn't work out that way anyway. He was on the injury report. Is he out this week? Is he not playing? That's the uh, speculation. But at the same time, this is a guy who's been on the injury report for three, four weeks now, has not practiced in some of these weeks, but has played on Sunday. Uh, Matt Nagy did not want to rule anything out on Wednesday. I'm sure they'll take this all the way up until Saturday, but he's not the same player right now. You could tell he's dealing with something significant in his foot. Uh, doesn't have the same mobility. I mean, every now and then he'll give you the flashes like, oh, there's Cleo Mack, but it's just not as consistent as everyone's used to seeing from the past several seasons. And a lot of times that's just not about being 100%, or it's about not being 100%. So, uh, Adam, I really do appreciate the time today, man. It's been fun chatting, and uh, always good to meet another Adam, and and we'll keep reading your coverage uh, ahead of Sunday and afterwards too, man. Thanks so much.
Thanks, Adam. Great stuff from Adam. Make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you're paying attention to everything leading up to Sunday with the Niners and the Bears. Of course, Javon Kinlaw dealing with that knee injury. He is unlikely to play the remainder of the season. Maurice Hurst is hurt. We're hoping Demon Lenore is out there as well this week. Drake Kirkpatrick, obviously a rough week last week against the Indianapolis Colts. Jimmy Garoppolo going to need to play better. Don't forget, he made his first start for the 49ers out in Chicago at Soldier Field. So he's returning home back to his roots, and the 49ers are hoping he can build off of the tough performance he had last week. Actually, you don't want to build on that. You want to flush that one, and you want to uh, to, to set the stage for a new performance this weekend. One of the lowest over-unders. I think it is the lowest over-under at 39.5 points on Sunday. Thank you to Adam. Thank you to Brian, my producer. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. We love bringing you the best stories in Bay Area sports. On Monday, we're going to hit a little bit on the A Stadium situation and a bit of a wrap-up from the Oakland A's 2021 campaign. Did not end the way they had hoped. We'll talk to Steve Berman about that on Monday. Until then, enjoy the football this weekend. Everybody stay safe. We'll talk to you Monday.